Are you tired of living life according to someone else's standards and not getting the fulfillment that you desire in life? We see most people find their confidence based on what other people say about them or in what others are doing. You see, in this podcast, I want to help you find your inner voice, along with building your own self-confidence, ultimately upgrading who you are. The process of upgrading who you are starts right now. My first question for you is, we're a smack dab in the middle of COVID-19. Mm-hmm. It's the first time that we're all dealing with this. It's brand new news this year, right? So we see a lot of people are being stressed in different ways, uh, Nate. Tell us about some of the things that you think are some of the triggering factors that people are dealing with with stress, anxiety, depression. We're also seeing a spike uh, with suicides. We're seeing a spike with uh, domestic violence and child abuse, things like that. A lot of ills are being inflamed right now. Can you talk about that for a second? Yeah, I think, uh, I guess we've got to start with uh, what produces stress. You know, uh, what okay. there's, there's a couple of different types of stress. And a lot of people are unaware of those different things of how they're affecting our well-being. And, mm. you know, a lot of times, so there's two different stress. There's an internal stress and there's an external stress. And so a lot of people are mostly affected by both, uh, but right now, which will be the obvious is COVID-19, which is an external stress, you know, and it's something that is uncertain. It's something that we, is unexpected. Nobody had time to prepare for it. And we're kind of at this place where it's, you know, people's finances are being uh, shifted, uh, relationships are being shifted, uh, jobs are being shifted perspectives are being shifted and all of these things that I just mentioned creates stress. It promotes stress. And so the trigger right now, simply the obvious one would be COVID-19. It will be the financial part of what COVID-19, it's all the byproducts of what COVID has produced is now become the main stressor in people's lives. Yes, sir. I totally agree with that. Once again, dealing in a mental health capacity, sometimes talking to our clients and our patients, uh, we get our uh, enough time with them and they reveal to us what they're going through. And so many people have told me, besides what you just named, finances, losing the jobs, the uncertainty, it's flat out boredom, man. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, something as simple as boredom, people are saying, look, I was doing this fine show, but I'm at home with nothing to do but drink all day and watch TV. So I cried. You know, I, I didn't know what to do. So I just, I lost yeah. it, man. And it's a real thing that we have to be sensitive to. We can't just blow it off like, oh, it's just talking. Like, this is a real thing for us to be aware of. Yeah, and, and so with that stress, like you're talking about the boredom or uh, the drinking or to, you know, so typically for people, so this is how addiction takes place is the main reason is that when that stress gets unbearable or that stress comes on, you know, the fight or flight of our body wants to, you know, it, it's just a natural thing that happens. So there's some things, there's some decisions at that point that we make to try to avoid or try to limit or to reduce stress. And so there's a couple of things that you can do that's a positive things, but there's also negative things that come with that, right? Which is addiction uh, to drugs and to drinking. Uh, maybe it's video games. Maybe it's just something that you're spending a whole lot of your time that's helping you to forget, sort of say, the temporary or temporarily forget the stress that you're going through. And so that's that is super important that you mention that because that's key, because a lot of people right now are doing things that they don't ordinarily do. 
They don't regularly do. And they find themselves doing those things because they're trying to avoid or they're trying to temporarily get some relief from the stress that they're under and what COVID has caused. I think with the COVID-19 and the, uh, the government shutdown happening, people are realizing how, I want to say the words, intoxicating their business is, right? Mm-hmm. If you're used to working 40 plus hours a week and you're away from your family, you're away from your spouse, you're away from things, mundane kind of things, and now your extended period of time just stuck in one place. And people get what they call monkey brain, right? You just, you're all over the place. You can't settle. And that's whenever some of the things you just said come out, some of the addictions come out, some of the other parts of your personality come out. You can normally keep it under wraps whenever you're busy, hustle mm-hmm. and bustle, get up, leave early, work late, all those things are, are not there. You, you find out how dependent you are on that busy. Right. Yeah, 100%. You're 100% right. And, 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 and that's why, you know, I'm glad we're having this conversation. And because it's, for me, it's like I see so many people struggle. I see the struggle right now. It's real. You know, and, and it's not as public as what it, it what is. You, you don't recognize it because it's not as public as it's not as obvious. But people are really struggling with a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety, a lot of depression right now. And some things that we've learned along the way, you know, I didn't go to school for any of this, but it's just a gift that I have. You went to school for this and they're very educated in, in, in operating right in this field. I think it's just imperative that we share that information to people yeah. in hopes that it can encourage, it can help inspire somebody else and also give them some practical steps to walk right out of this thing, you know, and, and so that they can rebuild their confidence and also know that this is not the end. You know, this is just the oh. beginning. This is this is not this is maybe the end of a specific chapter, but this is a whole nother yes. chapter that you just opened up, you know? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And like we said in private, we are both very solution-based guys. We are not gonna spend the whole entire podcast on what's wrong. We're gonna talk about solutions, but we have to start off with addressing what's going on before mm-hmm. we get to the solution, right? We gotta identify. So along with the stress, um, like you said, people love to have certainty in their life. People love to have mm-hmm. things laid out in a plan. And so a part of that mm-hmm. uncertainty is a lot of the government officials are forced to be to scramble because it's new to them too. And so mm-hmm. we're all relying on our elected officials to give us sound, concrete suggestions and advice. And things seem to change every other word, every other second to say something else that's contradictory to what they said before. Mm-hmm. So that forces a lot of us, the, the people, to have more uncertainty. And now that's just more stress-induced and we're seeing different numbers are fluctuating. We're seeing the cases. Oh, no, it's not as dangerous as we thought. Oh, it's more dangerous than we thought. Oh, it's safe to go out. No, stay in. It's, it's the teeter-totter or what to do. And we're all left with our hands up like, I don't know. Yeah, no, no, you're, you're absolutely. We're, we're all control freaks, mate. We're control freaks on, on, on the low. It's that control that keeps us comfortable. (laughs) So, so the control gives us the perception of being comfortable, right? And so now here we are, we're in in a, we're in a time now where we can't control any of this. Now we have to depend on what our government, our leadership is saying for the most part to understand what's actually happening. But the problem is, is that now that we relinquished our control and our dependency is on somebody else, and we don't have any sound structure in our own life of what is 
what is happening in our present moment, what decisions are we making in our present moment, because we don't have that. We have to depend on what somebody else is telling us. And because of that, that creates uncertainty. And that's one of the things that, one of those internal stressors that in your thinking, not being, it's that uncertainty in your mind that's creating that stress and that anxiety and saying, I can't control that. I, it's all the what ifs. And then the narratives come. You build narratives off that very thing. And next thing you know, you're way out in right field when you should be in left field. But you're completely, yeah. completely different area in a place that you feel like you're all alone. Then you start recluding, recl you start becoming a recluse. And then next thing you know, you're like depressed because you're like, what is really going on? And then now your finances are affected. Now your relationships affected, the way you communicate affected, your, your activities in your workplace is affected. All of these things, all because of the things that we're listening to. And so I'll tell you, for me, you know, I listen to some of it in order for how do I move my business forward and how do I operate in today's time. As far as the advice of what they're going to do for how I should live and how I should communicate and the decisions that I make on a day-to-day -day basis, I make sure it's my responsibility as the head of the household to direct my family and to keep them safe. So if I know that, okay, this thing is out here, or these things are, 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 are I don't know all the parameters of the, uh, of the, uh, of the, the pandemic or the, the, the virus, what I do know is, is that I can, I can do, I can set some specific guidelines within my life, in my family's life, in my household that can keep us safe. Now that's providing structure for not only me, but for my family. And now it gives me a way forward and a path forward, something to look forward to and bring certainty when there is uncertainty. And I think that's super key in transitioning this conversation is that you have to be able to identify and create certainty in your life when there is uncertainty all around. Yes, yes you are right, transitioning. You are right on the money and we're going right into our next topic, which is more solution-based, right? Mm -hmm. uh, the question is, you're a very super disciplined guy. I've been studying, and watching you for a couple of years now, you are committed, dedicated, consistent. How are some of your daily practices, your daily disciplines, how is it helping you alleviate some of these stresses of COVID-19? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, one of the things, there's two things that I can really uh, put my hat on and say, you know, I'm really committed down, I buckled down on this. This is something that I won't compromise on. It's two things. It's a morning routine and it's exercising. And those two things have done more for my stress level than anything else that I could put my hand on. I mean, I can't, it's those two things that has dramatically shifted the way that I think, uh, the way that I process things, the way that I promote and engage in creativity in my personal life, and also just new ideas, you know, and it's, it's and I would say to those that are listening is that if you're not exercising, start moving, start doing something. Because what happens is, is those things start releasing different uh, chemical reactions in your body that promotes these things. And I think that's super important to understand. I don't want to get into the weeds because I'm not a scientist and I'm not a psychologist, but we, we are all functioning very similar. We all created very similar and the same, you know? And so when you get out and you can focus your senses on uh, what you see, what you feel, and also, hey, it, it, the decision that you've made to go out and get moving and, and the feeling of what of the accomplishment after you've done that, man, 
it really shifts your mind off of what is, what's going on to what is present. And I think if we can, that's why I love the morning routine and exercise because it gets me in the present moment. It gets me right there. And now I can control my thoughts that can help me for that day. That's all I got. I got that day. I don't have tomorrow. I don't have a week from now, which promotes so much fear and stress, right? It's like, I got now. That's all I have. I have this present moment right now. And when I'm in that morning, when I, when I wake up early before everybody else, I'm in that moment right now, the present moment that I can make decisions on how I can better my life and what I need to focus on, on the micro level that I can do to apply today. Yes, yes. Um, but this whole COVID-19 thing was about to start, like on the cusp of starting. And people are going out buying toilet paper and, uh, you know, essentials, which is important. And we did too. Sure. But before I bought any of that, you know what I immediately bought? I bought a punching bag. Come on, man. See, a part of this whole thing is I have military experience too. I was four years in the Navy. So we did these six-month deployments at sea. Oh, wow. This is before before they had Skype and FaceTime and Zoom. So whenever you had this out the sea, you were really cut off from the world the whole time on the water. And you learn real fast. You want to have something for your mind to focus on. You want to have some kind of physical things to focus on. It's something for your, you know, your spiritual well-being. So I knew yeah, I needed something to focus on physically. So I started mm. to hyper-focus on boxing, just for an example about what I've been doing. I started focusing on, man, boxing and training and the physical activity to feel that. And then I started focusing on learning a skill, mate. Learning a skill. For me, it was something simple as learning how to make gourmet coffee at my house. Yeah. Something simple as coffee, but guess what? It gave me something to focus on and hold on and study on. And I'm not spending all day scrolling and seeing all the bad news yeah. in my timeline for hours at a time. I'm not sitting there listening to all the news reports all day, who died, who got the new cases, how bad it's getting. I'm, I'm, I'm controlling the narrative to myself. And that gets the positive endorphins going, and I can face the next day in a positive manner versus looking for the negative. Yeah, yeah. That's a part no, of my daily right. discipline is those things, those things that I won't compromise on. Like you just said, I have to get my boxing in, I got to get my, my coffee in, if you will, I got to get my reading in. I won't compromise on that. It's just studying. It's just it's trying to improve myself. I want to leave COVID-19 better than when it started. Mm. I don't yeah. want to be locked in my house for three months, and I'm still the same person I was before I had all this downtime. That's a travesty for me, my personal opinion. Yeah, I no. want to all leave better or worse after COVID-19. I want to be a better Sean than I was. Yeah, but so... so... <laughs> It, for, for anybody that's listening and just heard you speak, they obviously heard an optimistic Sean, you know, and I think that also goes into, you know, that that's also a stress, a stressor is the pessimist, you know, the, 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 the negative yeah. self talk, the negative self thinking, the, those, those private conversations that you're having of yourself, that you're beating yourself up mentally and you're looking at life as doom and gloom also increases stress. You know, sure. see, for you, you decided, hey, I, I'm going to look at it as in a positive that I'm not only going to go through this, but I'm going to go through this and come out of it better than what I started, yeah. which is exceptional. Yeah. But 
But you yeah, think yeah. for people that are watching that are struggling with stress, the everyday person is saying, man, I, I, you know, oil's at an all-time low. You know, my business is, majority of it's temporarily closed yeah. down. Now I can only operate at 25%. You know, I have all these finances. I couldn't get the government support that uh, was required that I thought I was going to be able to get. How am I going to make ends meet? How do I have to, what do I tell my kids? You know, what do I do about my, my home that I work so hard for? So it's all of these different issues that are prevalent and are real. They are real, man. Like this is real life stuff. And, and I don't want to make any light of it. However, no, we're not. We're not. However, we're not. the attitude and the perspective that you have plays a major role in how you walk through this thing. And I used to tell myself in times of most stress and in most intense times of my life and the transition of my life, I mean, some of the most toughest financial times of my life, I would tell myself this. I would say, you know what, Nate, no matter what, I have to go through this. That's not going to change. Going through this is not going to change, and I can't control that. But what I can control is my perspective and my attitude. Right. I can either choose to be a sourpuss to go through this, or I can choose to have a positive attitude because I'm going through it anyway. I can either have a positive attitude and a better outlook because that's what I can control. And I think for people that are listening, I think it's super important that they understand that you still can't control the way you think and the way you see your circumstances and situations. Because the things that you own, that you have, that you're so proud of are temporary anyway. And it goes back to the gratitude thing where you say, you know what? I'm thankful that I get to sit here and I get to talk and to freely do that without anybody pressing me for that. I get to, you know, I still have food, whether it's the type of food that I want to eat, I still have something to eat. I still have people that love me. The sun came up today. You know, these different little things that you can really focus small on, the small things mm -hmm. that can small engage things. your senses to focus on those things and say, you know what? You know, maybe the temporal things are going away and those things I can't control. But what I can control is, is my, my current senses and what I have now to be very grateful for the present moment of where you are right now. And I think that can help uh, instead of, you know, going towards the addiction part of things or going towards some of the right. other things that are going to relieve you of this stress and pressure. But if you can really focus on gratitude, I think that's a good key as well. I want to, I want to add in for the, for the listeners and the viewers, something that we did with our clients uh, a long time ago, would take a sheet of paper, a blank sheet of paper, and draw a big, huge circle in the, in the, in the middle of that paper, right? And we will write on the outsides of that paper all the things you can't control. And most of the time, we're talking about teenagers, right? So, of course, you can't control what they're wearing at the moment. Your, your parents buying your clothes. You can't control the food. Your parents buying the food. And in the middle, we'll put a small circle and write down all the things that they do control. Mm. Right? Focus on what you can't control. Yes. Right? Yes. Control what you can. Everything else, you really, really cannot. That's right. So the COVID nineteen is kind of like that on a grand, vast level. But this is what I can't control every day. And, and that's right. I mean, I control what the government is doing. I can't control the stimulus. I can't control what they go pass and what they not go. I can't control all those things directly, personally. I control what I'm doing today. If I wear a mask or I don't wear a mask, that's your choice. I control where I go, <laughs> who I engage with. I control those things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I and have a small sense of certainty. That is certainty. That's Back right. That and, and think about it. Think about it. Like if if. If, if your certainty or your control or 
Uh, everything is dependent upon what somebody else is saying, like the government to give you direction. Think about it. Every time they shift, so will your mentality. So will your, your thinking. So will you know, your posture. So will your communication with others. So will you handle yourself on a day-to-day -day basis. So will your attitude. So all of these things will shift based on what you're focused on. And I think that's super important for the listeners to, to understand is that, look, I, I'm not saying don't be aware of what's going on. Don't listen to what is being said in the news. Keep yourself educated and up to, yeah. but don't allow it to be the only thing that you follow. Don't allow it to be the root that causes you to, or to decide uh, which way you're going to go, which side you're going to stand on. Because now you're giving that thing control on your life and ultimately limiting you in areas that you should be thriving in. And, uh, and that's super important is that the, the one thing that you focus on or you're trying to get certainty from, which is in somebody else, the government or whoever else is speaking, the scientists or whoever else it is, if you put it all there, and then that shifts, so will everything else follow. Yes. And this particular session was about discipline. A part of that personal discipline is controlling your time on social media, controlling your time ingesting, taking these things in. Like you said earlier, as far as being the heads of our households and part of the community at large and businesses, you want to see certain things to be abreast of, okay, you know, certain laws locally around me, they're changing certain curfews maybe or stay at home or whatever that's that's rules that we got to follow kind of stuff mm -hmm. and outside of some of those things i'm not watching everything that's posted i'm not watching every single news channel i'm gonna get a few i trust and get my nuggets and then i'm gonna log off and leave that alone for a few hours at least not just sitting there binging on this stuff because it can make you feel uh depressed and negative and uh, hopeless and all those kind of emotions come you just steady taking it in taking it in all day mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And the discipline plays a major part in all of this. You know, I, I've been, uh, uh, the, the thing that you asked me, what I, so I've been spending some time doing Zoom mastermind calls, you know, every other Thursday and have a group of 30 or so people in there, you know, and it's a bunch of leaders and business owners and executives. And, uh, and, and one of the things that I'm talking about right now is discipline and, and the importance of discipline and the impulsive decisions in today's you know, a uh, uh, group meeting today was was strictly on impulse. But what drives those impulsive decisions? You know, and it's those disciplines and habits. If you haven't created them, then you're operating on somebody else's structure, which is uncertainty yeah. again. And the only way that you provide more certainty in your life and that you can now form and shape and reform tomorrow is you got to focus on right now, the present moment. What are some small things that you can control that you can focus on that can help give you some more confidence today, like right now? Because you can't control what's going on tomorrow, but you can control right now. And if you can focus on some little things right now, like one of the things for me is that it's a positive attitude. Despite what I'm going to go through today, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to remain positive. I'm going to remain with a positive attitude. I'm not going to allow whatever it is to steal my joy. See, so now I'm focused on that. And because I'm focused on that, I'm preparing for if something does come up, I've already had the conversation with myself. Now all I got to do is remind myself of why a positive attitude, what's the meaning to that for me personally. And now that I identified that, it's, it's enough for me to say, you know what? No, man, 
I'm going to remain positive in this situation. Although it's negative, although it looks terrible, I'm going to still remain positive. And that has a lot to do with you just taking the time to really focus in on the present moment, identify a few things, and then just carry those things out. And, and now you prepare yourself for what is to come because it's coming. Now you're prepared and you're ready to fight and you have, you provided yourself the proper ammunition to bring to the fight. Battle, battle tested, you call that. That's exactly. Battle tested. And these are little <laughs> principles, you know. I, you know, these are yeah, little. They're important. These are simple things, but they're super important. It can help people in the day to day and how they yeah. see things. It can help in their perspectives and, right. and really, you know, just give them a sense of confidence again and a sense yeah. of certainty again, but created by them so, and by something else. Along with discipline, the next thing I see you do pretty good at is self care. You speak on the importance of self care right now at this time. This, once again, incredibly stressful time. Talk about the importance of self-care. And could you give us some examples of your self-care? Yeah. So uh, one of the things that I, I really love doing, I really enjoy, uh, that really that that really explains a lot about me is journaling. You know, uh, journaling and the exercising part is just it's it's just phenomenal in my life. You know, the journaling because there's times where I'm gonna have a day where I'm not exactly proud of that day that I had. And so for me, it's like, okay, well, I want to learn and know what were those triggers or what caused me to do that? Or how can I be better for tomorrow? What are some things that I can work on? And in the morning, it's like, hey, what is it that you want to do? What are some things, what are some things that you want to work on today? And see, these things help focus back on me. You know, if yeah. I can be my best self, then I can bring my best self into that world. And then I can make a measurable impact in the world. I can make a measurable Im impact on my community, my families, my job, my workplace, all these different areas, if I can first just work on me. Because look, you can, what I've learned early is, is that I can coach, I've coached plenty of people on how to work a strategy to make money. But if you don't, if you don't know how to properly care for yourself and to discover who you are and to really invest in you and be the loudest voice in your head, then when you ever, when you work that strategy and that strategy doesn't give you all the things that you expect it to give you and it gives you that right or left jab, you're saying, hmm, I don't have what it takes to stay in the fight. But when you have that self-care and you know what you're capable of and you, you're continuously challenging yourself, you're saying, now you're having a conversation that says, no, man, I can hang in here. I can do this. No, nah, man, don't give up yet because you got this, man. But if you don't do that, the conversation is like, yeah, man, I think I made the wrong decision. Oh, yeah, uh, so-and-so did it, but maybe I, maybe I just don't have the same attributes as so-and-so. Maybe this is just their calling and not my calling. Oh, this closed door may be an answered prayer for that, you know, maybe I shouldn't be going any further. So you have all these conversations because you're not really sure about what you're capable of. You're not really confident in who you are. And that all, that all comes and stems from self-care and understanding who you really are and what you're truly capable of. All right. You got to find something that, I want to say get back to what makes you feel good on the inside, right? Mm -hmm. I know when this whole lockdown thing first happened for my wife and, and I, we would go to our local park. Of course, they have social distancing. We go to our local park, and it's a real beautiful environment. There's a pond out there. People are fishing and flying kites, and you're seeing families riding bikes together and skating. And beautiful. Like a little small oasis in the middle of all this chaos. And it was like every time I had off of work, I made it a point, like, no matter where we're going out there today, this is where we're going. That yeah. was like my oasis once again. It felt so good energy-wise. 
then I go back to my home, back to my job, in a more elevated mood, and I feel better, and we're out there running and working out in the park, so I got my endorphins going. The sun giving me vitamin D, I'm feeling vibrant, and the fresh air, instead of being in the house, feeling caved and trapped in, that was a part of our self-care regimen. Mm. The whole first month and a half of this, that really helped us in our mental health and mm-hmm. our emotional being, as far as even as far as us being a couple, that was something that we did together. That was our togetherness time that we wouldn't normally even have outside of COVID-19. You know, mm-hmm. I work a lot. My spouse works a lot. Hustle and bustle, kids. So that was our time to go to the park. We go to the park, you know. Whether that's working out or skating or just sitting out there, you got to find somewhere for yourself to go is my point. You got to yeah. find an oasis for you, wherever that is for you. That's right. Mine's golf. It's the golf course. I know it is. I was going to say that. I was going to say it next. I know you like the golf, man. You like oh, that course. Man, I, you know, what, I, what is it about the course that does it for you? What, what is it? Tell us what about that course is for you. Give us that feeling. It's just me and myself and my thoughts. Okay. And, okay. and additionally to that is that now I'm challenging myself to be the best in the game. And I can't blame anybody. It's just me, the golf club, and the golf ball. I can't blame the grass. I can't blame the conditions. I can't blame my golf bag. I can't complain Ooh. about my shoes. I can't blame nothing. It's That's just some accountability right there. That's That's exactly accountability. Right. And I love it. You know, I love it. And so I can put on tunes. You know, I'll, I'll go out there. I'll go walk and I'll listen to a book, and and I'll encourage myself and I'll and I'll gain more knowledge there. You know, or I'll listen to some kind of motivational talking points on YouTube or something like that that's going to encourage me and just to be out there with myself and to gather my thoughts and, and just really care for me is super important and, and like you said is to engage all those senses you know the sight the touch the feelings the smelling the hearing I mean when you're out there and, and your intentions is to be out there for self-care you really focus on all the things that are out. you really genuinely focus on the vibrant colors that are out there and then next thing you know you, you you're super grateful for saying you're grateful now because you're looking around and saying man I, you know I, i'm super thankful to be able to be at this position or be able to do these different things or to be able to see these different things or you know then the, man i'm excited that I, I even have sight to see these things yeah. you know there's no limiting in my body that I can't go play the thing that I love to play, which is golf. Mm-hmm. You know, that mm-hmm. I don't have any lack of hearing that I can't hear some of the motivating things or the books that is helping me gain more knowledge and I can better be a better leader within my organizations. You see, so it's all of these different things that are engaged through self-care. So yeah, man, great question. Great. Let me, let me ask you another question about, I know you like to run as well. You post your running like religiously, I always see it every day you're running. Give us the reason why for the running. What does that do for you? And what's... Just give us some nuggets on, on that. Yeah, so running at this point, like I, when people see me in person and not on social media, they, they're like, dude, you're freaking fit and you're skinny. And I'm saying, yeah, I don't, I don't run because I want to be more fit. <laughs> I run because of my mindset. I can tell. I'll tell, tell you a short story. Uh, a couple of days ago, I was running and it was hot, man. That morning, it was super hot. And I don't, I don't enjoy running in the heat. I just don't. I don't, I don't enjoy it. And well, this particular morning, it was super hot. Come mile number two, man, I am struggling. 
Like I, I've been running three miles for two or three years, four years now, you know, I can do it with my eyes closed, but this particular morning I'm running. And let me tell you something. I grabbed my phone probably five times to pick it up, to hit the pause button and say, I'm just going to give up and walk right now. I'm going to give in to this. I'm going to give in to the heat. I'm going to give in to my, my body's aching. I'm going to give in to my legs are heavy. I'm going to give in to uh, having a hard time breathing. I'm going to give in to, man, I'm not close to my, my checkpoint. My time may be off. I mean, it's all of these things that are going through my mind. And, and I was reminded. Here's the key, man. I was reminded. Now my mind says challenge. You know what I'm saying? Okay, Nate, if you're going to quit here, then what else will you quit on? Yes. That's where we're going. That's where we're going. That's right. If I'm going to compromise here and I'm going to quit here, then what else in my life will I quit on? What else in my life will I compromise on? And that's when it becomes real to me. And I say, not only am I going to run my three miles, I'm going to run an extra additional mile. Mm, and I'm going to run it faster than all the other, the last three that I had. Because yes. it's my decision to fight back. And after that run was done, man, I was, exu- I mean, I was so excited because I did something that I wanted to quit two miles ago. And I was able to finish at a great time. And I was super excited because I challenged myself not to quit and I persevered. And so it just made me think, it gave me the confidence to say, you know what, something else is going to come. And it's not going to be so favorable, but guess what? I'm going to persevere because I've already conditioned my mind to move forward and not quit. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. If this message really inspired you, look, I want to ask you to please share it or rate it. By you doing this, this really helps me reach millions of people all over the world to help them also upgrade who they are. Again, thank you for listening and let's continue to upgrade.